simply syndicated towers in the United Kingdom, and from our intrepid reporters throughout the United States, comes all the movie news that's fit to listen to. This is Simply Syndicated Movie News. Okay. Um, right. Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Movie News. We might have news, we might not. We'll see. <laughs> we might just make some up. <laughs> We've, we, yeah, there's a new dog. He's being very quiet right now. Well done there. Well, he doesn't know how to get out here yet. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping the office closed because, okay, folks, uh, before we go too far, uh, today my family and I became the very happy, much to my surprise, uh, owners slash parents of a teeny tiny itty bitty little three month old chihuahua named Burrito. Uh, and I've closed off my office because there is a cat door in the door to my office so my cat can come out here. And I'm hoping that as long as it takes Burrito to figure that door out, it will give her ch- some place to hide. <laughs> yeah. So she doesn't kill us in our sleep. <laughs> I always fear cats doing that to you. That's, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Right. Now the news. I found this article here entitled Eva, Eva Green might star in Tim Burton's Dumbo. And that has led me to ask the question, no. Tim Burton's <laughs> making fucking Dumbo. No, I have to watch everything Ava Green's in. No. No, bad. Bad. It's fucking depressing. I suppose it kind of works. Why would you make... Right. <sighs> Dumbo is a fucking awful movie. I love Disney yeah. movies. I love the Disney classics. I think they're amazing. They're part of my childhood. I grew up with them. They're wonderful. All of that. Dumbo's a shit movie. Um, it was made when Disney had reported most of his artists to MacArthur mccarthy to as communists whatever so it was made by like eight guys who were left over and didn't hate everybody and uh it it shows there's a lot of cheap animation in it it's really not a good film um allison's banned from seeing it because of one particular scene in that film that destroys absolutely every human being with a mother oh i was gonna say the the drunk scene that totally destroys childhoods i know <laughs> yeah there's that as well there's that as well the weird thing about dumbo is i don't remember the plot i don't remember any particular scene i remember visuals of it and what he looked like but that's it but all i know is i hate that fucking movie <laughs> and that's the only well, thing that stayed with me. the only things that i remember about it first is that drunk scene secondly the racially stereotyped crows yeah um, and the scene, yeah, with the mom where they basically had on the outside of the container that she was a rabid animal or something like that, that she was crazy or, or something. Yeah, when it's, she's I, rocking him to sleep with a trunk out through the, the bars in the door. that I, I won't even tell Alison about that scene to tell her why she can't watch that film. It's a known thing. She's just not allowed to watch that film because it will destroy her. Um, I honestly don't know if I've ever seen it. Don't ever watch it. You have I have no, no desire to. to. And Sharon doesn't need to watch it. It will destroy her emotionally, and you can do without doing that <laughs> for an afternoon. That's my job, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's um, that, and there's water shit down. That, yeah, that's... <laughs> that, the water... No, never... No. <clears throat> I've never, never seen that either. Never show it to your child. It's a cartoon no, with no, rabbits no. in. You think, hey, cartoon with rabbits in. 
what that'll be good for my little daughter no 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 no, no absolutely yeah. not absolutely not well, this wrong big question yeah why does tim burton keep being allowed to make movies when's the last time he did one worth watching I, um the first alice in wonderland wasn't bad oh i was yeah, going was. all the way back to the first batman hang on <laughs> <laughs> I, I big fish was good Big Fish was good. I hated Big, Fish Big Fish was good, and that's the last thing, in my opinion, he's done that was worth a shit. Nightmare Before Christmas? He only produced that. He didn't direct oh, it. Did he? Oh, okay. I heard good things about Frankenweenie, but I've not seen it. We own it. I don't want to watch it. <clears throat> I'm just bringing up his IMDb now. It's taking its time. We, o- we only own it because my wife forgot to tell Disney, the Disney movie club not to send it. <laughs> oh. I think, it, I think it came with The Nightmare Before Christmas. It was like, all right, don't, you know, whatever. Oh, this is <laughs> I don't think it's Be- been open. This is saying Beetlejuice 2 announced. Oh, They've been saying You know, every years. other year they announced that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Dumbo, I miss it being Ice in Wonderland, Sweeney Todd, Corpse Bride, Charlie and the Chocolate. Oh, Sweeney Todd was actually good. No, it wasn't. Never seen it. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> fight, fight, fight. It was good now. Uh, Ed uh, Wood. Was his last good one, in my opinion. That was Edward was good. Yeah. And I loved Mars Attacks. I loved his early stuff. Oh, yeah. And then then everything from Sleepy Hollow on, it was like, what the fuck? Sleepy Hollow is where he started to drift. Yeah. Uh, Sleepy Hollow and Sweeney Todd are very similar, in my opinion, in that Burton took this one thing that the bad guy does in sleep in sleepy hollow. It was cutting heads off and Sweeney Todd. It was cutting throats and was like, all right, you want to see him do it once? No, you want to see him do it 50 times close up in slow motion with full special effects because fuck all of you. <laughs> He's got such a weird past. I'm just looking at, it. he just did short films and then bizarrely Pee Wee's big adventure. Then a couple Which was of, good. Then a couple of TV episodes, then straight into Beetlejuice, Batman, Edward Scissorhands, Batman Returns, Edward. That's quite a good run if you if you kind of ignore yeah. Batman Returns or forgive it for a few things. Well, and then Batman it, wasn't bad. I, you know what ruined Batman Returns for me was how gross the Penguin was. That was the only yeah. problem I had with there was, it. Was I just found it too Tim Burton-y. It, there's no other way to describe it really it was too tim burtony but it did yeah. give us michelle pfeiffer as catwoman which has got mm. to be considered one of the greater gifts to humanity throughout <laughs> all of history hasn't it yeah I mean, and i'm not a huge fan of edward scissorhands but i don't think it's a bad movie it just I, it just didn't do anything for me i've never seen that either because tim burton and i've it's, i've never been oh, used to watch on. it Never if anything, watch you watch it to see Anthony Michael Hall actually be completely not his character from the 80s. Okay. <laughs> it was also Vincent Price's last movie. Yes, it was. Well, maybe I should watch it at some point. I don't it, know. It's, it's, you know what? It's a, good, it's a good movie to watch with Allison. Okay. It's, it's a very romantic, happy... Uh, okay. I'm going to use this term... Okay, it's as close to a chick flick as Tim Burton's going to get. <laughs> okay. But that chick is Alison. If I'd be much better off with something black and white and French. <laughs> so turn the color down on your TV. <laughs> <laughs> do TV still do that? I don't actually know I, if they still do that. I do. Because <laughs> why would you want to? Why did they ever? Uh, Here's a button to make it black and white for no reason. 
Why did they do well, that? You can get a super special version of The Mist uh, on DVD that comes with a black and white version, but if you don't want to pay out for that, just turn the contrast down <laughs> on your television. That's true. There's <laughs> a, 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 a treat. There's a black when they released white. Fury Road in black yeah. and white, we had this conversation. That, yeah. that was stupid. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, Dumbo was not a good Disney film. I'm just looking where it fits into everything. Maybe they that's haven't. why they figure Burton can't fuck it up any more than it already is. Well, yeah, it's already I mean, kind of, well, it's already kind of weird to begin with, so giving it to Burton. But the, he's not done so great with remakes. Planet of the Apes. Of course, it <laughs> had, you see, the trouble is, Mark, that had Mark Wahlberg and his expression. And that was not the problem with that it, movie. It's, it's a great example, actually. If I were to make, if I were to do a keynote presentation about what an awful actor Mark Wahlberg is, he is not just, a bad actor. He just gets bad awful. parts. Watch Planet of the Apes. Watch him use both expressions he can do, and <laughs> that's it. I actually, do you know what? I'm being unfair because I enjoy Mark Wahlberg in comedy a lot. I think he can do comedy really well sometimes. Um, he was good in Three Kings. And Three Kings, which I, do you know, I forget about that film a lot. He it's, was he was good in The Departed as well. Everybody was good I, in The Departed. Yeah, I still think he was only good in The Departed because his character had to just use the two expressions that he could do. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's it kind of like a, a stop clock is right twice a day. Kind of like that's how Mark Wahlberg was good in The Departed. He wasn't good like Jack Nicholson was good. You know, he was just, he fitted in that part and it's a good job that that part was there for him. That, you know what I really liked him in? And it's a film nobody likes. What? Uh, pa- Pain and Gain. Pain and Never Gain. Never saw it. The, is that the yeah. one with The Rock and the bodybuilders, the Michael Bay yes. film? That was awful. Come on. <laughs> yeah, the film was awful, but his, that that's the most believable. Uh, well, okay, you're saying he is him. That's the first time I've seen him act like not him and yeah. sort of pull it off. Do you know, I think you're right. I mean, yeah, it was it was a terrible, terrible film, but not because of Mark Wahlberg or The, yeah. Ro- or the Rock, who I've never had a problem with, to be honest. You um, haven't seen Doom then? That's, mm. No, I haven't. I that's very true. That's very <laughs> true. I've not seen Doom. But I like you see The Rock's another guy who I, I think he's perfectly competent in comedy. He was good in Get Smart. I love it when he staples yeah. that piece of paper to that guy's head. Get Smart was awesome. It really was. I did was. not expect that movie to be fun, and it was fantastic. Well, you've got Steve Carell, who knows what he's doing, and Anne Hathaway, who I'd watch read the phone book. So <laughs> it, it's a way, and she was stunning in that film. That was that was peak Hathaway, Yeah, that movie. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and like you that? said, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson has become one of my favorite people. I heard um, him sing I, for the first time this evening. Did you see oh. Moana? No, but some. Um, oh. I was with Pablo this afternoon, and he played me a couple of tracks from the soundtrack. I was like, "That's him." He's like, "Yeah, look, I hate him." <laughs> he can act. He looks amazing. He can wrestle. He can kick ass, and he can sing. Just fuck off. And he's way. got that killer smile, man. And, and from what I nice hear, guy. he's a really nice guy too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like fuck him all the way around. No, I, I. In fact. Mm-hmm. I said to my wife when, when uh, Sharon and I saw Moana together, so it wasn't, I couldn't turn to my wife and go, well, you know, but I was like, wow, the rock can sing. Because it's like, you, you get like three lines into his song and you're like, wait a minute, that's not someone else singing. That's Dwayne Johnson. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And that's something they do very often in Disney films is they'll have somebody 
a vocal artist doing the speaking voice and someone doing the singing That's what voice. I was expecting. Uh, because it's always it shocked the hell out of me that you can find someone singing who sounds like the singing voice of somebody speaking. Mm-hmm. And they, Why didn't they, they do that with Russell Crowe? Well, because <laughs> well, that would involve somebody having to go into an office and say, uh, Russell, um, we've, we've suck, decided <laughs> that, that someone else should be your singing voice. And then they run as quickly as they can. <laughs> and so no one wanted to do that. Uh, so that's why they don't they don't do that with Russell Crowe, I think. Well, there's also no spoken dialogue in Les Mis, so it would have just been his face there. <laughs> yeah, good point. Still not seen it. Still not gonna. If, God, I'm just looking through this list of Disney films. There have been some real clunkers over the years, and it, it took them a long time to really get going into what we consider to be the better classic stuff. Well, most of the 80s, yeah, most of the 80s, they had kind of a down period where they didn't really do a lot of good stuff. And then suddenly Little Mermaid came out. That was it, wasn't it? That was the beginning Mm -hmm. of the the golden age. I love it so fucking much. I don't like it either, but... uh, (laughs) Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, The Lion King, and Pocahontas and the Hunchback of Notre Dame just... Boom, all of those. Then suddenly Hercules, and we all went, oh, it's over. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then they went, you think it's over? It's not quite over yet. We can dredge more of this. Hercules, Mulan, Tarzan. And Tarzan, I've never seen, and that was actually- Tarzan was fun. It was Tarzan right. was a lot of fun. It was not my favorite. Looking though. on I this liked list, Mulan as well. that was the last Disney classic movie I actually ever saw. In fact, then they did, uh, oh, they did uh, the Lost City of Atlantis, which was different. There have been so uh, many since then. I mean, yeah. Tarzan, Fantasia what- 2000, Dinosaur, The Emperor's New Groove, Atlantis, The Lost Empire, Lilo and Stitch, Treasure Planet, Brother Bear, Home on the Range, Chicken Little, Meet the Robinsons, Bolt, The Princess and the Frog, Tangled, Winnie the Pooh, Wreck-It Ralph, Frozen, Big Hero 6, Zootropolis, Moana, and then one next year called Gigantic, which looks like a Jack and the Beanstalk story. Not seen a single Lilo one and Stitch of those is movies. great. Uh, Wreck-It Lilo Ralph Stitch is, is, is fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, Lilo and Stitch is good. Princess and the Frog was pretty good. Um, yeah. Wreck-It Ralph is probably one of my favorite movies of all time at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, she, she, I think Sharon would like it. I think I think uh, she might I mean, still be because she she doesn't play video games, so I don't know that it would really say anything. You don't to her have yet. to. Well, it's no, it would help. It's I think. not really a well. Uh, I don't know, but maybe, hey, maybe and not. she's not too young for GTA Five. Get her on there. She'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're back to that, uh, are we? No. <laughs> uh, God. And, and, and Tangled was good. I have yet. Uh, to, I, I managed to avoid seeing done. that, even though Frozen, Sharon I refuse to watch. Frozen is awesome. I, I've got to say this as a parent. You've got you as a, uh, and I've I've kind of mentioned this before. Parent as a parent, you kind of you gauge movies not necessarily on how good they are, but on how well you can tolerate them playing four thousand times in one weekend. Mm-hmm. And Frozen is actually pretty good on that scale. Mm. It's a good story. It's n- there's none of that insipid. I need a prince to save me bullshit. The music is awesome. Uh, uh, um, Adina Menzel. Oh my God, her voice is fabulous. Uh, I could listen to her sing "Let It Go," and I know that it was just everywhere for a while. But I, I never get sick of listening to her sing that song. 
it's amazing. I thought um, nobody could top her voice doing that. And then I heard Pablo at karaoke do the death metal version. <laughs> I would love to give you a recording of that, but we have a policy of what happens at karaoke stays at karaoke. Sadly. I have to say, Boz, we are, I want to come down for karaoke again as soon as possible because I, I, I've been practicing a lot. And, uh, uh, okay. If I ever get over there, we have got to do it. Yes. Oh, dear. Uh, another Disney movie that I really like, though technically, uh, have any of you seen Enchanted? We own it. I've seen bits of it. I hate it. You haven't seen it all the way through, then. It's it's no. it's annoying. <laughs> it, okay. you know, on that parent okay. scale, it's annoying. <laughs> all right. Well, it actually is a Disney movie that makes fun of Disney movies to a certain degree, but also is kind of an homage to it. It talks about, uh, it, it starts out in animation and it goes to live action. It's basically the movie that made a- Amy Adams a household name. <laughs> oh, I have seen it. Yes. Oh, it doesn't suck. It doesn't suck. I Actually, I love it. I, it's one of my, another one of my favorite Disney films because of the fact that they poke fun at themselves. Hmm. Like, she's all like, I have to, you know, find my prince. And then she goes to the real world and she runs into... Uh, people and just like oh how long have you known oh a day <laughs> no it just feels like a day no it's been a day like what <laughs> <laughs> see that's what i mean they just make fun of that stuff so that's what they do it tongue firmly in cheek and uh i i, I just love it but it's not for everyone i'm actually my daughter loves speak it. i am signing up to disneylife.com <laughs> because i this actually came up last night i was a, a guest on uh, the british tech networks big show and we got on to talking about streaming services because there's one with uh hannah barbera and looney tunes cartoons coming no, nice. really yes um so like, those yeah, are my cartoons like all the flintstones all the jetsons all, all of that stuff on a bugs bunny on a 4.99 a month streaming service it's like, oh cool. yeah, get get that here now. You've got my four ninety nine a month. There's, there's no arguing there. I'd have ah, that but will it have, but will it have the Laugh Olympics? That's what. Yes, classic. <laughs> oh, you had the annual of that. I loved that. <laughs> okay, I watched. Re- remember, remember what we were talking about before we started recording. My friend Jeff and I one day, uh, we were off school or or something. Uh, I don't remember what the details were, but we were at his house. His folks weren't there. So we, we smoked a bowl and then turned on the TV and what's opera doc was just starting. Oh. Nice. Was, that was the mental equivalent of the munchies. We just, <laughs> you have got to watch that. One. Yes. The thing I remember about the laugh Olympics annual the most is on the opening page. There was this plaque and the writing went along and then the box for the writing ended. So the, the writing had to go down at an angle yeah. and follow the side of the box. <laughs> and it said, this book has been commissioned by the university of forward planning. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Never forgot that. You see, when I was growing up, when I was, when I was at the, the, the right age to be like really into Disney films, they weren't doing cartoons anymore. It was all, all the Kurt Russell stuff and the Herbie the Love Bug and and the computer wore tennis shoes and the uh, uh, Digby, Love uh, you know, and all of that stuff. It's when they were really into the live action kid movies. 
so there, you know, the early cartoons were before my time and the later cartoons were really after my time. Well, they used to rerun the cartoons. Like I remember seeing all of them in the theater because of course nobody had VCRs back then. So they would rerun them about every three or four years. So that kids my age could still see them in the theater. And I remember distinctly, we went to see Sleeping Beauty, the Disney Sleeping Beauty, and the tape, the the, the film broke. Oh, no. Because <laughs> it was so old. Were there a lot of gremlins in the projection booth? Hmm? Right. The only Disney cartoon I remember seeing as a kid was I remember going to a drive-in to see 101 Dalmatians. A drive-in? See, we know, we don't. Drive-in, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, see, yeah. we used to, we used to, my, my mom would, would make a big, have you ever okay this may be going back a bit you ever seen paper grocery bags you know the brown paper grocery bags i have i have yes okay my mom you know that used to be the thing there were no plastic grocery bags and so my mom would make fill one of those with popcorn before we left the house and my brother and me would be in our pajamas and we'd get in the back of the car and we'd go to the drive-in and i (laughs) i i know that she watched barbarella which nice. was horribly inappropriate for our age. Mm. Going back to what we talked about last time about how my mother was terrible at deciding what was good for kids to watch. Mm. Uh, because I didn't know that until years later that I watched Barbarella and there's that scene with the little dolls with the snapping mouths. And I was like, yeah. wait a minute. I saw that when I was five. <laughs> uh, see, that's a, that's a good movie for Ray Guns and Go-Go Boots. Really is. We need, we need to start doing the movies, Rich. Right? I've oh, been meaning absolutely. to mention it. I keep forgetting. Yeah, no, we do. I've been watching old painful sci-fi in preparation <laughs> <laughs> the day the earth Tuffing caught fire up. that was one <laughs> i've watched that i've watched the steve mcqueen blob ah oh, that's good yeah this it, jelly just kind of slowly coming into focus yeah, it's <laughs> like, oh no I, I, it's, i've got i've got a night it's I've coming an together in a while <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've got an idea for october and I don't know if we, I, don't, I haven't sat down and figured it out yet, but we should go through the entire opening song of Rocky Horror, the, the science fiction uh-huh. double feature, and watch yeah. all of the movies they mention. Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh. That's a lot. Okay. I, I don't know any of this. I, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about in the slightest. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a list. We'll do this. Okay. Allow us to sing it to you right now. No, I'm smiling. No. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, Tim Burton's making Dumbo, and uh, it might have Eva Green in it. That was that was what got us here. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, what twenty minutes ago? <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's good. It's good. It's all padding. <laughs> it's like a miracle it. of this show. We can get like half an hour of bullshit out of a non-news uh, story. <laughs> yeah. True. Um, okay. Uh, they have uh, announced who's going to play Domino in uh, Deadpool Two. Oh yeah, uh, her name is Zazie Beats. Okay, is, is that Zazie? Z- headphones. It doesn't sound. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, she is going to play Domino in the uh, Deadpool twos. Cool. And, uh, yeah. Looking forward to this, okay. especially after the uh, teaser trailer, of course, which I believe <laughs> was genius. Covered in quite good detail last week. Yes, with a live audio to my review. wife. <laughs> so that'll be good. I have right. New Line Cinema is adding The Wizard of Oz 
to its horror movie franchises. What? What? I don't disagree with that. That movie scared the fuck out of me as a kid. It's dark as fuck, though. (laughs) Variety reports that the house that that Freddy built will now be the mansion where Munchkin's murder, with news coming that New Line has just greenlit a new horror movie based on The Wizard of Oz. The Warner Brothers' own studio has acquired a pitch from uh, from Blacklist screenwriter Mike Van Ways, uh, offering a a horrific take on The Land of Oz whose villainous villains will presumably fit right in with the studio's roster of child murderers and creepy haunted dolls. Hmm. Okay. Why not? Well, considering the Emerald City TV show that I talked about last week, uh, it's pretty dark. Um, My wife loves it. If you've ever seen Return to Oz, have you guys seen that one with Furries of Balk? That's, yeah. That scared me as a child. (laughs) That's the one with the... Nightcrawler is the guy whose brain came out or something like that. No, that was uh, that was Tin Man. Oh, right. Which was the TV miniseries. No, <clears throat> Return to Oz was back in, uh, I would say, uh, 83, 84. Fariza, Fariza Ball played Dorothy. She's kind of weird as it is. And uh, it had Jane March in it. And she scares the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> She was uh, the the queen in Willow, and she also plays the the wicked witch in Return to Oz. I'm like, oh, I'm seeing a pattern here. Uh, <laughs> she is a scary, scary lady. <laughs> yeah, but that whole film destroyed childhoods. You know that Return to Oz was just terrifying. And those things on wheels with long, stilty hands. They the were kind of freaky. Yeah, yeah the wheelers. Yeah. They were extremely freaky mm. and and just terrifying. I'm shuddering thinking about it. So they're going to make a horror movie out of it, which means I'll probably see it. Probably. You, <laughs> you know, Boz will see it. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Should um, be interesting. I'm kind of I all see, out of stuff now. I see uh, a trailer for the Little Mermaid live action film. Right. Mm. Oh, yeah. So don't the, care. <laughs> I, I don't think it's Disney. No, it's not. And... It's got fuck all to do with the animated version, so it is similar in name only. It looks like a completely separate story. Oh, so it that's right. I heard it's, it's actually based on the real Hans the real Christian book? Andersen story. Okay. Ah, that's what they've done. So it'll have the sad ending. Oh, that's what pissed me off about the Disney Little Mermaid is because they took away the sad ending and pretty much ruined the whole point of her journey. Mm. What was? Oh, oh right. I do have something to talk about. <laughs> that that just reminded me about something. Um, speaking of of the sad ending, um, in my in my lighting and sound design class, we're watching uh, Frank Oz's Little Shop of Horrors because we're using mm-hmm. the play as the basis for a, a lot of what we're talking about in class. Yeah, uh, this is an ex- an experiment I'm doing this semester, and I'm I'm going to stick with it. I got the director's cut Blu-ray, which oh, is as close original. as you can get to yeah. the the original play script, ah. uh, and I. I always knew that they made a, a, you know, they changed the ending because test audiences didn't like, I'm going to spoil a 40 year old movie folks, but uh, um, mm-hmm. the plant wins in the play. Yeah. yeah. Audrey too, you know, he, he, there's a, they're all over the world and they're, they're taking over the world. Um, if you're not familiar with a little shop of horrors, look it up. It's awesome. Um, but test audiences didn't like that. So Oz had to go back and reshoot an ending where the, the humans win and everything's, you know, rainbows and puppies and shit. But, you know, because this was 
83 or 86, something like that, you know, we never saw the, the original ending. And then when the DVD came out, they had, you could see little bits of the, of the original ending. You could see some of the special effects they were done, but not the whole thing. The director's cut Blu-ray has the entire unchanged movie. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. They spent fuckloads of money on that ending that just got oh, shit yeah, canned. Yeah, really? yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tons of special. I, I'm, I'm guessing at least a couple hundred grand easy. Jeez. In 1980s money. Mm. I had no idea how fully produced the end of the movie was. Yep. Uh, um, just, it just broke my heart watching it. Yeah, as a little aside, since we were just talking about Tim Burton and Batman, I found out in Batman, the original Batman, that scene where the Joker's getting all his bandages taken off right after he's had the surgery, those mm-hmm. instruments on the table, mm. they're from Hilltop of Horrors. <laughs> I, I, when we were watching it, I was going to stop it. I, I knew they came from something and I couldn't remember what it was. Thank you so much. <laughs> they were cool. used, yeah, they were used in the dentist office in Hilltop yes. of Horrors. Because I'm a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, I remember seeing that bit for the first time and it just blew me away because I God I can't remember how old I was but it was kind of peak Steve Martin movie time yeah. yes yes um and that was when I first saw it I didn't know he was in it I didn't know anything about it it just came on TV one night and it was kind of my mum and dad let me watch it, it was on late and it, it was one of those times when sort of halfway through the movie the arguments start about, can he stay up till the end of this film? There's another hour, whatever, you know, I'm fucking watching it. You can't let me watch the first half hour of a movie and send me to bed, whatever. And then Steve Martin comes on, on his motorbike and it's just, that just ended all arguments. And so <laughs> because Steve Martin is amazing. Yes. And he always will be. <laughs> I mean, someone should name an awesome horror podcast after that film really oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah they should right <laughs> i can't take credit for that <laughs> it's a good name though it's a good name and uh and and you know what you know my class is you know it, it it's all I, I hate to i i should stop calling them kids but i'm 53 and they're all in their ninth you know late teens early 20s so they're kids to me they all loved you. it oh yeah, <laughs> oh, well, yeah I, I mean that uh, the fact that there's hardly any like except for that ending there's hardly any like real special effects and it's all puppetry but it's a yeah and it's amazing puppetry even today the 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 audrey 2 puppet work stands up in -hmm. fact if they we were talking about it in class if if they did that today they would so fuck it up with cgi it wouldn't be worth watching yeah unfortunately yeah yeah so folks if you have not seen the Little Shop of Horrors, the musical movie, not not the John Corman original from the 60s. Um, it is a brilliant, it is, in my opinion, speaking as a theater professional, the best transition of a musical play to a movie ever made. Okay. That's quite a big claim. I, I would agree with that, actually. Chicago's my second best. The best music oh, made Chicago. into a movie. Uh, I don't know. There's West Side Story. That, I was just going to say West Side Story. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, because West Side Story, for God's sake. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. Actually, my husband met either. Leonard Bernstein. Like, did he for really? Reels. Yeah, 
it's so sad. He's met Leonard Bernstein before he passed, and he met Vincent Price before he passed. <laughs> like, I'm so wow. jealous. <laughs> Mind you, he you know, yeah. <laughs> people, I, I try not to worry about it anymore because I, I think back to meeting Pendulette and how incompetent i suddenly became at being a human being that functioned <laughs> and so you sort of realize yeah first of all i can't meet anyone i must not <laughs> meet anyone because it will just be so embarrassing and then on top of that you realize that's what everybody does so even though other people <laughs> say they met them it's like yeah they just turned up embarrassed for the famous people life is just a series of strangers embarrassing themselves in front of you and walk, walking yeah. away then. yeah and they just kind of smile like ron perlman did to me yeah there's <laughs> another know? one so, yeah. rich yeah. just just go back into the archives and listen to my interview with Marina Bakarin and you will feel so much better about how you behaved in front of Pendulum. <laughs> yeah. I cannot believe you did that. <laughs> Hold the fucking phone. How did I miss that? I don't know. It's when uh, did it's you a, interview her? It was I, uh, early star on the Starbase. Yeah. And I was a blithering idiot the whole time I was oh, on the phone. Fuck her. <laughs> yeah, I can uh, I don't know if I can talk to you anymore. <laughs> i'm more okay. jealous than it's possible to be right now the, the, the thing is my my uh our our department chair right now one of my, my my colleagues at work uh went to school with her and when he heard i was doing a podcast and we heard the subject matter he's like you know i went to school with marina Bakarin, and i was like dude if you can let, if you can get her to talk to me i will love you forever and so he set it up and I talked to her for 15 minutes. It was Kennedy and me. Karen couldn't be there. And I was just a fucking idiot on the phone. I can't listen to it. I don't know how bad it sounded, but I know it sounded terrible. I um, remember. I you, were, you were pretty nervous. I do remember that. She, now, now I'm wondering. I'm now wondering what Karen had on that was so that was important enough for her to not be there. <laughs> yeah, consider. Yeah, this is. I, I, it was work. Yeah. I th I'm sure uh, she, but she just she couldn't make it. See, I think she might have lost a job over that. That's what makes me. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll get fired if I don't go in, but I will get to talk to her for 15 minutes. Oh, decisions, because <laughs> I don't know which way I go on that one. But actually, no, I'd stick with the job because I know I couldn't speak to her. That's, that's the difference <laughs> there are no words i could say to her and and that's just all there is to it oh, uh, it is fucking daunting that kind of thing but no i mean that i would be a gibbering wreck as well <laughs> well i see i'm usually okay with celebrities because it's you know it's my job to work with them but she's just it's marina bakarin for christ she's, she's <laughs> amazing i mean the yeah. fact that i can carry on a conversation all, at all was because i couldn't see her yeah. <laughs> there's that yeah i was gonna say she's gorgeous uh, and it know. was pre-deadpool yeah yeah happy international women's day that was this week <laughs> yeah oh by the you know I, I, we'll, we'll talk about this in more depth later on but you know i was in i was in st louis <gasps> this week the night i got there the, everything about this weekend, this week, aside from the fact that I got sick as hell, went beautifully. The flight up was perfect. I took my Xanax early enough that I didn't get an anxious on the plane. To, I, I hate flying; it scares the shit out of me. Um, and you know, I, it, I I was no no nervousness at all. The flight was smooth. The landing was great. I get to the hotel room. I turn on the TV. They've got HBO, and Deadpool was just starting. Nice. <laughs> weren't, weren't <laughs> Nailed you, it. Weren't you in the Air Force? Yeah, it didn't used to bother me. Okay, okay. here, here. Okay, <laughs> just had to. That just, I, I couldn't <laughs> well, quite. Well, 
I would Not just, first just of all, you're in the Air Force, it doesn't mean you fly. Yeah, I fixed airplanes on the ground. Uh, I, I was an avionics technician. I, I They landed. They said, this is broken. I went into the plane. I pulled out this. I put back in that. I fixed it. And then they flew it away. I did have to fly it. Fly on. I, I worked on C-130 cargo planes. They're, Rich, you know what that is, folks. If you don't know, it's a. It's not the biggest cargo plane we've got, but it's the biggest uh, 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 propeller cargo plane we've got. It's got four four propellers, uh, four turboprops, holds a lot of shit. You can put a tank in the back of one of these. They're big. Um James and we the living to, daylights at the end, everybody. That's yes. Um, and we went to England in uh, in in one of them, which is not a fast flight at all. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Wow. At, at least though, I suppose there we had to stop at the Azores to refuel. Wow. Mm. Mind you, at least you're on the plane with other Air Force people, and you're not like stuck behind a stranger who's reclined his seat and just doesn't give a shit and all that stuff. You can kick someone in the back and go, Oi, move. I mean, you could have a game of football in the back on the way there yeah. if you wanted. <laughs> and as I've learned, if you kick people in the oh, back you're, you're actually you're thinking of a C5. Flight. It's not quite that big. But. Oh, okay. <laughs> but actually, they, they put a pallet of seats in the plane, but most of us didn't sit in them. We, you know, once, once we were in the air and didn't have to sit anymore, we all just found a place to rack out and just lay down and, and, uh, and chill out. But at the time, I smoked. And at the, uh, I don't know if it's the same anymore, but back then... You could go back onto the cargo lift under the, the the cargo, you know, that the tail comes lowers down the um, mm -hmm. the ramp. We could go back there and smoke. <laughs> and landing in the Azores is kind of like tobogganing down Mount Everest on a trash can lid. The, <laughs> the turbulence is unbelievable. Uh, and there were a bunch of us that were standing back there on the on the cargo ramp trying to see who could stay standing up the longest. I would so do that. That would so be me. <laughs> and every time I freak out from turbulence now, I try to remember that me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I took off into a fucking hurricane two weeks ago. That was, oh, uh, nice. that was kind of hairy. Yeah. Trying to get to Fright Fest Glasgow just happened to be the day I had to fly. It was the day hurricane Doris hit the UK and oh, flattened half the country. Yeah. Um, amazingly they didn't cancel the flights but the weirdest bit was we were taxiing down the runway at Heathrow and you know you get that bouncy bouncy feeling as you're jungling along down the thingy I'm thinking this is a really long taxi this is this isn't Barcelona this is not that big an airport and then I looked out of the window and we were fucking stationary the wind was hitting the plane so hard it felt like it was taxiing still I was like and they still flew oh. yeah they took off into that wind Oh, that it was helps, like a though. roller coaster. That helps. That's that's what you want. If you can take off into a high wind, yeah. you don't have to hit as high a velocity on the runway to that's take true. off. That's no, true. No, but it's not smooth. You out of the sky. Oh, no, but it's <laughs> it's fun, though. And then the, the, the lift under the wings, because it's a gust of wind, a long gust of wind, effectively, that kind of stops and the plane drops a few feet before it catches the next pocket. <laughs> oh, it's, it's brilliant. I love it. It it's was awesome. like no, you, was are, awesome. you are, you are, I, I always feel when you're in the plane, you are just totally in the hands of science. And I, mm. I adore that. It's like, <laughs> what, however I feel, this definitely works. So it's going to be fun. Hey. <laughs> and then I remember things like alive and fear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not a good thought. I die, I die quickly in an alive situation though. I, you know, it wouldn't last long for me. I don't think I'd probably just be killed in the crash. Anyway, let's let's not talk about that. 
Stick them in anything <laughs> else. Rich, um, you made me think of something because you mentioned Pendulette. Mm-hmm. And I totally forgot about this, but I saw a Pendulette movie at the London Fright Fest last year that I meant to tell you about. Um, it's possibly the funniest thing he has ever done. Um, it's called Director's Cut. Yes. yes. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. I would love to see it. I don't know where it is, if it's come out even. Um, it's listed as a 2016 film, but I've never seen it anywhere to get hold of. But the premise is basically he's a super fan of a particular actress who's working on uh, like a cop procedural sort of horror. It's actually, it's a serial killer movie and he wins a prize to be present on set. And you've got this amazing setup where the, the production values of this movie they're making are really good. And he's basically re-edited it because he doesn't think it's good enough. So he's cut himself into scenes and done like really bad overlays and green screens and all this kind of stuff. Um, I won't say anything else about the structure of it, but it's really good how it cuts between this really well-made movie and his shitty edits and his performance in it is fantastic. <laughs> it's so much fun. I giggled from start to finish. I, I he's talked about it a lot on his podcast. Um, oh, I bet he has. Yeah, it was yeah. crowdfunded, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so he's he's covered it a lot. I've not heard his show for a, a while, actually. Um, he has a it, podcast. Oh, yeah, it's brilliant. What's it called? It's called Pendulette Sunday School. It's out. Every, it's out every Sunday. And uh, <laughs> it's it's brilliant. It's it's a very entertaining. It's like two hours, two three hours, I think. Um, oh wow! But it's 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 good. It's it's entertaining to listen to, and covers a range of topics, whatever. Um, and and so yeah, it's it's good. He talked about it a lot on there. Um, I and they been. sold T-shirts and all kinds of stuff. I'm trying to find out where I could see this film. Yeah. And the, the end credits is him and his band playing to, I think, a crowd of people who helped fund it or something like that. And it's just this massive list of names for the wow support they had at the end of it. Um, they've done a really good job. <laughs> I loved it. Speaking of crowdfunding going crazy, uh, the DS9 documentary is still raking in money hand over fist. Not we wow. talked about it last week. Uh you know, it's 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 great to see because you know after the Axonar debacle, which we've talked about ad nauseum in earlier shows, I was mm-hmm. really worried about any legitimate, uh, you know, crowdsourcing for a Trek movie getting anywhere. And uh, you know, this these are the same. This is it's directed by Adam Nimoy, who did for the Love of Spock, mm-hmm. uh, and it is they've exceeded all of their stretch goals, and it's looking like they're just they're just gonna it's gonna be an awesome awesome movie. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Cool. Also, I've heard why Avery Brooks said he w- he doesn't want to be involved. Um, something along the lines of he just he's he doesn't want to be involved in another quote unquote talking heads documentary. So I don't know if that means he's completely off the table or whether he's saying that if they do something original, he might be there. But as of now, he's still not involved. Hmm. We can hope. Yeah. Right then, let's move on from the news. We have a tribute section to do that we should have done last week and we totally just forgot. We thought we did. <laughs> mm, yeah, but we didn't and we need to fix that. Yes, so. Game over, man. That's right. Couple of, uh, but I'm pleased I get to chip in. So. Yes. A little yeah. while ago, sadly, uh, <laughs> Bill Paxton passed away uh, following <clears throat> a stroke resulting from surgical complications. 
Um, and he Which is was, not uncommon, unfortunately. Yeah. No, um, age 61, very young. And yeah, it was uh, heart surgery, wasn't it? Mm-hmm, yeah, it was heart surgery. He had had heart problems since he was a kid. And for him, it was just a routine surgery, but something went wrong. There's no such thing as routine surgery. Yeah, mm. uh, well. He was still pumping out the movies, wasn't he? I mean, not necessarily he, the circle, made big the, roles. The, yeah, he's got one coming out here at the uh, uh, end of April called The Circle. Um, he's in that. That's probably going to be his last role pending any other stuff he has in post-production right now but uh mm-hmm. that's gonna be a it's got emma watson tom hanks and him and she ends up at a company where a, you know the typical she's the person who gets hired and she finds out it's corrupt and oh my god and, <laughs> you know one of those type of movies that's not a main movie mm-hmm. i think they should do a, a double feature of that movie with steve martin's the jerk <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the thing with Bill Paxton is he did he did so many roles in my kind of movies. Yeah. Just wall to wall fucking and roles you don't realize he did. Like in little known films uh with Gina Carrera is her name, the awesome cage fighter. She did that film Haywire. He was just randomly in that film um as her father and he's brilliant and it's not a big role, but it's like I don't know you you just like ah oh, it's Bill Paxton. Yes. You know um, well, how many how many of you had to go back and check when you saw that Bill Paxton was actually in Terminator? And you were like, "Wait a minute, he no, was? Who in, was he?" I know. He's I, in I, the I, very I beginning it of it. He's <laughs> in the film for like three minutes, but yeah, yeah. Well, he, in his early career, he, he pretty much died in everything, didn't he? Yeah, um, he was becoming the Sean Bean of the eighties. Yeah. What was it they said that he's he's the only actor to have been killed by a Terminator, a Predator, and an alien? Yes, yep. on one of he's, two. He's one not, of two. But, yeah, Lance, Lance Hendrickson being the other one. But oh, yeah. of course, yeah, that's it. Um, uh, so yeah, I, he was in the beginning of Terminator and God, weird science. He was the older brother, Chet. Yes, exactly. Chet, he was Chet. Weird science. So way back then, I was watching him. <laughs> I don't know what to um, make of weird science, you know, like I, I hate it. Right. His, <laughs> I, 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 I love it. And at the time it, I, I think again, this might be responsible for my, my preference toward o- older women. I think that's, <laughs> I think weird science. Because of Kelly LeBrock. Yeah. Because of her. Yeah. She did not age well. No. Wow. None <laughs> of us are here. <laughs> very, very influential time in my life. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, maybe I was just too old. I saw weird science at the movie theater, you know, in the cinema. And I just, and, and unfortunately Bill Paxton's character was part of why I didn't like the movie. Oh, he's well, an arsehole. Mm, he's he's yeah. just yeah, like a, a weapons grade arsehole. Um, <laughs> and, and he does it well. <laughs> you know, that's the yeah. thing. He does it well. And ultimately it makes him totally unlikable. But it's yeah. just it's just the fantasy of the sixteen year old boys who get the the hot model woman. And it's just it's that helped me out as a sixteen year old, I think. <laughs> yeah. When did, when did that come out? I need to check. Nineteen eighty five. Five, yeah. Eighty five? Yeah, okay. It, so it was, was a John was, Hughes film, so there I was twenty I was 21 at the time, so it was just I was just a little past the the, the right 
age limit for that. Yeah, yeah wow. see, you were a little too old, and I was actually a little too young. <laughs> I, I didn't get into them until later. So, Yeah, I won't have seen that till much later, because I, w- I was, of course, five at the time. <laughs> and uh, and, and see, the same I, with I, Commando that he was in the same year. Yeah. See, I, I think you could literally go every three years, he will have been in a movie I either liked or loved <clears throat> pretty much for my whole lives. life. True Lies, I mean, True Lies brilliant. I yeah. got a little dick. It's pathetic. I love that. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> love that. He's he's the best part of it. If you couldn't, if you if you no, Jamie Lee Curtis stripping is the best part of it. Oh, also, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I just if you could be if they were remaking it and you could be in it, you'd either be Bill Paxton's role or Tom Arnold's role. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be Arnie. The, that's not as much fun as the Tom Arnold role in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, or yeah. Bill Two Paxton. But sick bitch takes the ice trays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but you're absolutely right, Buzz. There's so many films he's been in that you go, oh, it's a classic. Commando, Aliens. Is that the the slipstream? That it is the Mark Hamill, yep. Bob yeah. Peck yeah. slipstream. I like that. Joe Young. Oh God, I hated that. I never saw that. I love the original, and so I never saw the the remake because I was afraid. Remake was it destroyed bad. me. Navy Seals. Me. Navy Seals. That's Allison's favorite movie of all time. That was a good movie. Predator Two. Well, no, it wasn't a good movie. It was a fun movie. <laughs> I mean, I'm Predator Tombstone. Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tombstone. Yeah. He was yeah. in Tombstone. Mm-hmm. True Lies. Apollo Thirteen. Twister was his breakout awesome. movie. I think. I, I didn't like Twister. I, yeah, I didn't either. I was not a fan of Twister. It, Wasn't that his like only real leading role? I am, yeah. yeah, I think it might have been. Chad, but true. Because he's always another face in a movie. He's, he's very rarely carrying the film. Um, well, I loved him in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as well, that more recently. Mm-hmm. He played an asshole in that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, yeah I, I think that... The when did Agents he come in? Because I don't remember seeing... I stopped watching after season three. It's been recent. Season three, wasn't it? It it, it it was last season, so I stopped watching shortly after uh Summer and the other chick got transformed in that rock room. Summer? No, no not Summer. That's probably similar Sky, to nice Sky. as well. Sky slash Daisy slash whatever her name is. Once, once it became track. the Sky show again, I, I lost interest. I just oh. I I mean she's certainly a very lovely lady, but I had no interest in her character at all. She annoys me. I'd I'd watch Ming Na all day, but her oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Ming Na is amazing, <laughs> and is I'm not just probably- saying that in a piggish way. She's just incredible. You know her 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 acting is fantastic. Her her uh, fighting and physicality is great, and mm. yeah, she's stinking gorgeous. Um, <laughs> it's just like everything about her is awesome. Totally badass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Edge of Tomorrow, where he's that asshole sergeant at the beginning. He's yep. brilliant in that as well. Yep. Um, <laughs> got about him in that. Oh, and Nightcrawler as well. Nightcrawler. The- yep. <laughs> it's just every other freaking yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, oh shoot. Oh, see now I made it. Um, oh, Salem's Lot. He was in a leading role for Salem's Lot. Really? The original? Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, I'm no, assuming. No, 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 did they ever do a remake of that? No, there, yes, there have it, been it was ver- awful. right. There was a Rob Lowe one, and the original ones. Um, what's his name? Um, oh shit! Now I have to. Look. It's James Mason is the vampire. Yes. Um, 
Salem's Lot movie. The, it's the 1979, is it? Okay. Oh, Isn't there a scene back? where, like, back. a vampire is chasing a kid down, like, a tunnel or something, and he, like, closes this rickety wooden door behind him and actually holds the monster off? Not that I'm am I, re- am- I can't remember. That doesn't ring a bell. Okay, and then there must have been a different movie. It is look. It's it's a great book, Salem's Lot. Um, as as Stephen King novels go, it's one of the better ones, and that's a good collection. David Soul. <laughs> that's who it is. Starsky or Hutch? I don't know. David Soul and James <laughs> Mason, and that's a two part tele- TV movie from 1979. And then I know there's a, a version with Rob Lowen. That was the remake, and it was terrible. I'm sorry. They made it, actually. Yeah, 2004. Rob Lowe and Donald Sutherland. Yeah, it was bad. It was so bad. It must have been just before Sutherland died. I mean, I don't recommend this much. No, no, sorry. Never mind. For some reason, I was thinking... um, Never mind who I was thinking, because I can't remember his name either. (laughs) Just read the book anyway with Salem's Lot. But Bill Paxton. Yeah. Um, mm. I feel like going on a bit... I should have done this already, going on a bit of a Bill Paxton movie festival. We should do a, a Bill Paxton special. There was one for movies you should there, see a while there back. Were, there has been. So <laughs> sign up to simplysyndicated.com slash everything and you too can listen to the Bill Paxton movie special from back in the day. Which we did. You know, I mean, that had Will Christom on it and he fucking worshipped he was heartbroken uh, when i saw the news i was like oh my god will that was my first <laughs> yeah, <answer>. same here <laughs> will's gonna be devastated yeah i want to go give him a hug now <laughs> i mean think about it aliens there is so much about aliens that was wonderful but as soon as you say aliens to anyone what's the first thing they say the Bill Paxton line. Game was, over, man. Game it over. It was ad-libbed. It wasn't in the script. Which was yeah. <laughs> okay, The Circle is going to be his last movie. Uh, so, There's yeah. too many on this list I haven't seen. I never saw some Have of the TV stuff. No. Good film. Haywire. Oh, that's right. He did the Hatfields and McCoys. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, I started he's, watching he that. He strikes me as one of those actors like Michael Caine and, and Morgan Freeman who just never say no to a script. It's mm-hmm. like if they're not working and a script comes across their desk, they do it. Which is a good attitude to have, really, if you want to yeah. keep working. I, I yeah. was going to say, I think the actors of Bill Paxton's <clears throat> area have better, more reliable, longer careers than people who try and play the leading man or, or whatever. If you're Tom Cruise, the pressure to continue being Tom Cruise must be ridiculous. And in in as we're seeing with that this particular example, he's going on a bit too far with it. It's like Tom, you look like a man in his fifties now who probably couldn't kick anyone's ass. Sit the fuck down. Stop making Jack Reacher <laughs> novels. You're just upsetting everyone who read the Jack Reacher books. My mother is still livid about that, by the way. Um <laughs> Don't mention that. <laughs> Not that any of you are going to, but don't mention Tom Cruise being Jack Reacher to my mother. It's just, <laughs> wow. Angry. So angry. <laughs> I I haven't read them, but according to her, the description of the character in the novel is the opposite of Tom Cruise in, in every possible sense. He is oh, so you mean good. like an interview with a vampire? Yeah. 
Yeah. He's described as tall, physically imposing. I don't think Tom Cruise <laughs> is is either of those things. No, he's not. You know. Um, so it's upset. The I'm going to tell you what's going to happen in the order it's going to happen first. I'm going to go and get a milk crate and I'm going to stand on it so I can look you in the eye. <laughs> and then I'm going to break your arm. God. <laughs> and, oh, where was I to that? Yeah, so Bill Paxton never had, he could just play whatever role he wanted to. It's, it's uh, you know. I'm like, I forgot he was in the Tales from the Crypt episode. Yes. <laughs> Who wasn't? <laughs> uh, was that the one that he got buried in the, in the coffin, or was that a different one? People who live in brass hearses. I don't oh, know. What is that? I don't remember that one. Mm. I'm getting it mixed up with another one then. Uh, he's an escaped convict. It's so long since I've seen those. So long. Oh, uh, him and Brad Dwarf. Oh my god. Brad Dwarf played his brother. <laughs> <laughs> you must watch this. <laughs> yeah, I want to dig that up now. <laughs> Get it, Crypt, dig it up. Never mind. And of course, he was in Titanic. Yeah. It's not I'll never see that. In the it? modern scenes, yeah. Have you ever seen it, Ray? Is yeah. that No, I don't want to. Okay. I've not uh, seen it on purpose. It's a great I have no desire. By, by the way, spoiler alert, the boat sinks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. A lot of people drown in the end. It's It's quite... <laughs> quite bad from what <laughs> i hear yeah i i saw it at the cinema when it came out and i'm never again since it's not as bad a film as i would like it to be uh you know you want it to be fucking awful and it's genuinely not but you've no reason to watch it i i can't recommend it. it at all I, it, I haven't not seen it because i think it's bad i just have no desire to see it yeah and if anything it just feeds into my fear of drowning on a massive boat in the north atlantic uh, it's actually funny that the CinemaSins, they did, of course, they did Titanic a while back, but then they did a secondary one where it was, here, let's watch the movie just for for the two characters, the main character saying Rose and Jack, and that's it. And you can get the whole plot just from that. Rose, Jack, Rose, Jack, <laughs> Rose, Jack. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of me one little tiny bit of, of movie news, and I didn't read the whole story, uh, but... Apparently, James Cameron has announced that Avatar 2 will be delayed yet again. Let yes. the waterworks begin. James, no one cares anymore, mate. No one wants to see Avatar 2. No one cares. We forgot already. Yeah, we have. We've totally forgotten already. And mm. do you know what? It was just like, we only saw the first one because everyone was like, this is good 3D. Right? Don't mm. fuck off. There's no good 3D. Oh, it's good 3D. And then it, it was, was just otherwise an an immediately forgettable film. It's uh, Dances with Blue People. It's, it was. It's all it Dances with Wolves is a better film. Yeah. So it's, oh, no one cares, Jay. And he doesn't just want to make two, does he? He wants to make, he wants to make like five or something. Yeah. There's yeah. not that much. It's done with. It didn't end on a cliffhanger. Everybody left the Blue People alone. It was fine. Just leave it there. Make anything else. Go back to Terminator films. Make a good one of those. Yeah, the we, have, we haven't had a good one, one since 1990. What? 
Yeah. <laughs> when we think about it, he's really fucking dropped the, the, the ball with the blue people thing because there's been three Smurf movies since he did the first episode. <laughs> 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 ladies and gentlemen, Boz just won this episode. Yes, he That's did. Right. Well done there. There's a new one coming out here, I think, this week or next week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, fully animated. No, There's no live action element to it. It is all Smurfs in Smurfland this time. now they can't even pay someone. Maybe they asked him. He's like, no. girl wants to see it, so I will be seeing a Smurf movie. When I was in high school, just just it, it was not in any way serious, but I I I was the head of a we hate Smurfs club mm-hmm. just for the <laughs> for the fuck of it. And and now when I think about the fact that that I'm going to have to take my little girl to see a Smurf movie, it just we we had a. In, in junior college, we had a Smurf hanging from a hangman's noose uh, on, from the lamp that lit up the light board in our theater. <laughs> and uh, one of the last uh. things we did before they tore the theater down was we nailed it to a board and put it through the radial arm saw. Oh, you crazy theater techs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, now you've ruined my image of you because I'm thinking of you as like a bully who just, when it got really, really snowy and cold, went and punched the skinny kid because he turned blue. <laughs> no. well, first of all i'm from florida and if anyone was getting punched it was me <laughs> this i need to ask this question have you ever seen snow like real life yes. snow? okay I, I lived in connecticut till i hello have i just lost internet damn it so, to any listeners, you'll notice some weird editing now, because I don't know how I'll <laughs> stick this bit onto the last bit that we recorded, so this will be a bit odd, but now we're talking about things we've seen. <laughs> Basically. Flipping a coin? Yeah. Mm. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I watched a shitload of stuff this week, because I was sick in a hotel in, Los a- in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I-, I went to St. Louis for a business trip. Uh, I was supposed to go out to dinner with Stacy Dukes and her husband. Uh, and unfortunately I got sick and could not do so. And I, much to my regret, but I did not want to share the particular bugs I was dealing with at the time. So Stacy, thank you so much for uh, the offer. And I'm glad you guys had a wonderful night at the restaurant. <laughs> um, unfortunately I did not get to join them. Um, but uh, I, I watched several, uh, a couple of movies. Uh, I watched a lot of, uh, Star Trek TOS, just because. Um, I watched a few episodes of the Neil deGrasse Tyson Cosmos because I hadn't the first time around and it was fun. Mm. I tried to watch Tucker and Dale Fight Evil or whatever the hell that movie's called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a okay. great movie. <laughs> well, I have to ask a question. I got about 15 minutes in and I was like, all right, if this whole movie is going to be about the fact that Tucker and Dale are really nice guys trying to help and the kids think they're they're serial killers and if that's the conceit for the whole movie then i don't want to watch any more of it Is that's that pretty the, much it yeah that's okay, pretty much then, it then i stopped as far as i wanted to go um because <laughs> that you know the, the mistaken identity really pisses me off even shakespeare you, when sh- i the comedy of errors is my least favorite show of all time <laughs> yeah that so, film's definitely not for you they're making a sequel as well don't watch that either i'm sorry you know because i you know <laughs> I, I was like, Alan Tudyk, 
how can you go wrong with Alan Tudyk? But once I once I I, I uh, uh, twigged onto the the conceit of the movie, I was like, I really don't want to watch any more of this. And I was I, I was like, all right, on Saturday, I'm going to ask if if it's and it is okay, good. Yeah, um, it's it's a horror movie that makes fun of other horror movies, basically. Uh, yeah, yeah. And since I'm not a you know I'm I'm not that well steeped in the genre, a lot of the the you know. Speaking of. Now I will. I'm all I'm going to say is that I watched Deathgasm, and that I'm contractually unable to speak of it except on the little pot of horror. <laughs> oh. You know, I said I, I was podcasting to... till two a.m. Uh, last night. Yeah, <laughs> I was on somebody else's show talking about Deathgasm. Oh, Again. of course you were. <laughs> oh, I still need I, to watch it. <laughs> I will say this: I liked it. Oh, good. And and I, I but I won't go into any more details than that. Oh, that's good. Uh, I mean, at least you're allowed back on the show. That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a deal breaker. Well, let's see. Now I know if Rick likes it, I'll like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and in fact, you'll probably like it a lot more because I could tell when I was like, "That's got to be a joke that I'm not getting." Um, oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's uh, if you liked um, like. American Werewolf in London. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of, of uh, Knights of Badassdom. Oh, uh, yeah. Only much better. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a fun movie. It's a very fun movie. Uh, there's a show on Netflix called Ultimate Beastmaster. Have any of y'all seen it? No. I've just seen American promos, World. but I haven't watched it. It's an it's an American attempt to compete with with uh, Ultimate Ninja or whatever that whatever the hell that show is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. You know the the and it's the same. Oh, Ninja Warrior. That's what it's called. Um, I watched one episode. It's an hour long, and there's about fifteen minutes of actual content in it. Uh-huh. The rest of it is the commentators blathering on and boring. This is what this competitor does for, you know, I don't give a flying fuck what they do. I just want to <laughs> see them go through the obstacle course. Uh, so I, oh, I didn't love you sometimes, that. Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Only sometimes. Okay. Actually, <laughs> most of the time. To be fair. Um, I also watched a bunch of stand up. Uh, Boz, on your recommendation, I watched uh, Catherine Ly- Lyon. Um, Ryan, no. Lion. Oh, her name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, a Canadian lady. Yes. And, and you know, I've got to admire someone who devotes uh, about five minutes of their routine to the fact that somebody uh, graded their asshole. Uh, <laughs> but I really can't recommend the, the, the special. I, I may, maybe it's just, it's it, maybe I'm just too American. Uh, it, it wasn't bad. It just, it just, I, I didn't laugh a whole lot. Oh, okay. Uh, so maybe maybe it appeals more to to uh, to to you know bring being she's, she's very accepted here, and she's extremely prolific on these comedian based panel shows, which just seem to spawn another one every two hours. That, that's like eighty um, percent of British television is yeah. comedic panel shows because they. But she's they fantastic cost on those. Nothing to oh, make, sure. and you can shoot an entire series over a week. So, mm. and she's certainly attractive. I will not. I will not dispute that. Um, she's weirdly attractive, though, isn't she? Because you it, sort of look at yeah. this. Shouldn't work for me, but I'm just like I would not kick her out of anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. She, yeah, you're right. She's she's pretty, but 
not in a in a traditional way, but yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's not bad. And I would cer- I, I would imagine that for uh, an English audience, she's probably very funny. But it just, I like I said, I got through the whole thing with with stand up. If I'm not hooked in the first ten minutes, I turn it off. And mm-hmm. I watched her whole show, so it was good. Okay, Amy Schumer, the leather special surprised me. I don't like Amy Schumer. I can't stand her. I, I like what she represents. I like what she's done for female comedians and stuff, but I've just, I've never found her funny. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And I fully expected to turn it off after 10 minutes. And I stuck, I, I watched the whole thing. Um, hmm. I didn't really laugh, but I didn't hate it. It's, it's, I know this is kind of damning with faint praise, but it's worth a watch. Um, I saw her live at the O2 from a VIP box, no less. And Mm -hmm. I think I laughed twice. Yeah. And I was just looking at everybody in the auditorium going, fucking hell, you you probably paid like 60 quid for that ticket right there. (laughs) Again, I don't dislike her, but I just don't find her that funny. Um, I can't can't stand her. Not because of... Yeah, she's all about women's lib and all that. I get it. But some of the stuff that she said, and over here, they've been showing her in Old Navy commercials, and none of them are funny. Mm. Absolutely none of them. She just, something is off about her that I just don't like. I don't know. I I think it's a very specific type of sense of humor she she tunes into. So uh, there are probably, there's a lot of people who clearly find her hilarious, but we're just not those kind of people, I don't think. Mm, I I think it's... I, I'm kind of on the fence with the two. I, I, I'm happy for her to go on doing her thing. It's just not for me. It doesn't mm. work for me, but good for her. I, d- I don't wish her ill in any way, shape, or form. I don't think she's bad. I'm mm. not criticizing her. I'm just saying it's not for me. Yeah, exactly. That, that. That's, that's kind of the same. You know, she's incredibly vulgar and coming, and, and this is, I, I think this is where the problem is. Coming from a man, you wouldn't even bat an eye at some of the things she says. But coming from a, a, a woman, it's like, oh my God, a woman is saying these horribly disgusting, gross things. Um, which- uh, well, for me, as a, as a woman, as a fellow female, it's not that for me. It's because I can watch Wanda Sykes all day and she's vulgar. Um yeah, but she doesn't, you know, she doesn't make jokes about, you know, people jizzing inside her and stuff. Okay. Yeah, uh, true. Well, of course, Wanda Sykes probably doesn't have that happen. <laughs> well, true. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's, not a cut, that's not a cut down. Wanda no, Sykes is a wonderful she's, lesbian. She's a lesbian so. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Rich, I've got to do an edit very much is not into guy. <laughs> so, I'm just showing my ignorance there. Okay. Um, well, you I, have been enlightened. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's just, it's just, you know, I tried to, you know, when she started that, I was like, whoa. And I was like, wait a minute. You know, when George Carlin said shit like this, you didn't go, whoa. Uh, so, but yeah, I think she's just, I was surprised that I got through the concert and that I, I didn't dislike it, which I know that doesn't sound like a ringing endorsement, but if, I think it's worth watching. Um, I think if you're, if you've never seen her stand up and you want to know what this Amy Schumer thing is all about, uh, give it a watch. I think it's, it, it, it was not an unpleasant watch. It just, I, you know, I think I might've chuckled out loud a couple of times. It wasn't particularly funny. 
It sounds like um, your time would have been better uh, spent watching something like Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I have okay, uh, dude. I I am so over zombies, and I know you raved about that show, and I I just I just couldn't pull the trigger. It's not, it's not about <laughs> zombies. It's about a family of zombies. You're a, <laughs> no, of a zombie. No. <laughs> No, but it's all about the family dynamics and the way the script's written around the family. Trust me. Uh, Give it a chance. I'll, I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> um, Louis C.K. has a new one called uh, Live at the Comedy Store, which was disappointing. Hmm. Um, I, I don't know if it was just a bunch of stuff I'd heard before or what, but I mean, again, it wasn't, you know, I, I watched the whole thing, but it was not the hilarious experience we expect from Louis CK. Um, That's a shame. And then the best one I saw all week uh, was Donald Glover. His show Weirdo was mm-hmm. hilarious. I've, not you know, I've, that I've, one. I've seen a few episodes of community. Now I haven't watched a whole lot of it, uh, but you know, he, <laughs> one of the first things he's like, if y'all like me on community and the audience goes nuts, he's like, this shit ain't the same. <laughs> <laughs> And he's going to be uh, Lando. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, it, it's a very fun show. The dude is is funny. He's smart. He's obscene as hell. Sometimes it it's a, a you know you will not regret that hour of your life. So. Hmm. Well, that one I'll watch, but I'm not watching Amy Schumer. You didn't. No. You didn't sell that one at all. No. Um. I, I kind of want to go next because I've got a zombie film to recommend. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well, Rich. Go ahead. It's kind of a. It's not. Well, it's called The Girl with All the Gifts. And it. it has, oh, see? <laughs> we were just. Oh, my God. What? That's weird. We were just we talking, were talking about, about it. While you were gone, we lost you. talking about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I watched it this week and I, I thought it was very good. Good. I enjoyed it immensely. It has Glenn Close and Paddy Considine and Gemma Arterton and a, a fantastic young girl in it. I don't know her name, but she she's very good. And uh, it, it's it's just a nice little horror movie, zombie film, sort of sci-fi thing with plants and fungus. With plant, yeah, I was saying it's twenty eight days later meets The Last of Us. Yeah. That's it. I haven't seen it, but I will get there. I I recommend it. I I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it a lot more than Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the Matthew McConaughey one? No, no. And Zellweger. No, that's two, isn't it? Yeah. uh, uh, Or the remake two. I I fucking lost track a long time ago. Yeah, the beginning. (laughs) This is a 2006 movie uh, starring the, the drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket. What is your major? Oh, Arley, Arley, Ermy, or whatever his name is. Yeah. yeah. And if you were. I worried, didn't know they stack shit that high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you were wondering about the origins of the characters in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I know you weren't, they are all <laughs> explained in this particular movie, which you will lose interest in about halfway through until it gets gross, and then you go, oh, it's got gross now. And that was it. I also watched <laughs> I Spit on Your Grave 2. Oh, there was a second one? There was a second one. Uh, that's uh, okay. So it's the second one to the remake. Because there was a, obviously the original, which never had a sequel. Then they remade the original and then they did a sequel to the original. Well, it, it didn't. Right. I didn't know that. 
I thought it was like the original director of the first one doing another one. Hmm. Um, what year was it made? 2013. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. Sorry, it's the sequel one. to the remake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, so Rich, might one presume uh, from what you've just said that the Nintendo Switch is not all that? No. Wh- mm. What? Because I've seen all these films. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I, he was multitasking. I'm multitasking. <laughs> it's possible. Oh, okay. It's possible. <laughs> um, as, oh, right. right. So. I didn't know it was a sequel, which means there's nothing to tie it to any of the previous movies whatsoever. It pretty much follows the I spit on your grave model of girl is hideously sexually assaulted and then commits heinous pain and suffering to the people who did it. And it's quite satisfying and karmic, actually, to be perfectly Mm -hmm. honest. Um, This was quite spectacular in the levels of grossness it went to. And uh, it was quite disturbing on many levels. And I didn't think it was actually at all a bad film. It did what it said on the tin and uh, it did it well. Um, mm. I, I, Very few people agree with me on that movie. I'm surprised you've said that. Because we we're in complete agreement there. I don't really know what I'd criticize it for specifically. Um, no, I mean, I, the first, actually, the original movie I've always hated. And because the remake was pretty much not well, shot for shot, but it follows very closely the same story. And I kind of just saw those, they were just looking to shock people and it was just an excuse to watch somebody get raped for far too long. And, and I really hated the movie for that. Oh, you um, want to see a, mo- a movie where someone gets raped for far too long? Watch Irreversible. Well, yeah, that, that, that too is, that <laughs> is inappropriately long, that rape scene. Like, mm-hmm. You don't need to linger on a rape scene I appreciate you're trying to make people uncomfortable, but if that person's a normal functioning member of society, you don't need to watch it for 20 minutes that we, mm-hmm. we don't need that. And this, the second one, they keep that the rape short enough and ambiguous enough that you're, you're, you're uncomfortable, but it's established what's happened to this character and why she's so angry. And the actress, I don't know her name. Um, I loved her in this film. There's one moment, some last third of the film, and she just screams in this guy's face. And I swear a shiver went down my spine. Yeah, she, she portrayed all the hate in the world in that scream. It was amazing. Yeah, she was very good. Very good. You know, there's a part three as well, Rich. Is there really? Well, I will. There I, is. I'll watch that and I'll watch <laughs> the remake of the original as well then. Okay. So, uh, didn't, the, didn't the original have a lot of controversy? Well, yeah, behind just because of what it was. Hmm. Really, I mean, it is just the brutal rape followed by people being murdered. Yeah, There's, and it's always lumped in with horror, and I'm like, it's not really a horror film. It just they didn't know where else to put it. Is how I feel about that film. But mm. I, just, I know Never, people who love it as a horror classic, so it's like, oof, whatever. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's not horror, not in the same way that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning, is horror. <laughs> yeah. Um. What else did I watch? I've also been, now's the time to sort of do a good rewatch through of Trailer Park Boys in preparation for the new series coming out at the end of this month as well. So I'm, I've been working through that. I'm up to uh, season nine at the moment. I do like to go through it a couple of times a year, just from episode one. Sorry if that alarm's coming out on the mic. No. 
Okay, Can't sorry. hear it. No, don't hear anything. We're good. So, yeah, trailer park boys, good as always. It's all good. Start at the beginning and work your way through if you haven't done it. And uh, I don't know if I ever mentioned they did a trailer park boys out of the park thing where they go to Europe. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> it, it actually wasn't bad. It was sort of like you're going to go on a European tour thing. And in each episode, there's six of them. They go to a different European city. So there's London, Berlin, Copenhagen, Oslo, Stockholm, and Helsinki. Oh, and then <laughs> two episodes in Amsterdam. Well, that's it, because you're watching Go to Helsinki. So I've been there. And, <laughs> and there they are carving ice sculpture penises. So that's also <laughs> worth a watch. That was quite entertaining. There's only eight of them, the 22 minutes long. It was, it was almost like a, a mini web series, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but again, worth your time. I'll watch it again before I watch Amy Schumer. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think that's been it. Oh, the gift. The Institute. I saw that as well. That was not that good. Okay, mm. I'm done. I'm spent. <laughs> Go on, Jen. Oh, I'm next. Um, obviously, I've been keeping up with uh, my usual TV shows. Um, we caught up on um, Face Off because that was uh, we were a couple weeks behind. Uh, the one they did last week was interesting. They did. Uh, they had to do makeup for basically they were making Mad Max characters. It was Ooh. awesome. <laughs> Um, and almost all of them were burned. It was weird. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, there is an unhealthy obsession with gasoline in that series. Uh, there? there is, <laughs> yeah. So almost all of them were burned or had limbs missing or something of that nature. Uh, this week they had to do basically they had to do uh, live dolls. They basically influenced by Pinocchio, but they had to use not wood, but other materials or make it look like other materials. So there was one made out of stone. There was one made out of leather. The one that they, they, they did cloth and they didn't make it look like a raggedy end doll or anything. It was so, they did a really good job. She was a ballerina, kind of like Sally from nightmare before Christmas, but not really. She wasn't blue or anything, but she was like, her elbows and her knees were seams and there was stuffing coming out. It was beautiful. It was just gorgeous. Um, watched a little, I'll see. This is us. It's still turd jerkery. Damn it. <laughs> um, and then, uh, kind of, this is technically not a TV show, but it's related to a TV show. We ended up going to on Thursday, we went to the game of Thrones experience. Ooh. Um, someone just stab you. No, <laughs> no, it was it was amusing because uh, okay, what it is is basically it's a live orchestra with some guest musicians that come in, uh, and what they do actually, which is really cool, is they get the orchestra from the city they're in to do the backup orchestra. So the Charlotte Symphony was there um, with actually with other musicians, and they were a lot of world musicians uh, doing a lot of the parts because the composer was there. He was the conductor and <laughs> at the beginning of course he says how many of you haven't seen game of thrones there was like hardly anybody who said anything and of course how many of you have seen game of thrones <laughs> yeah, you know oh, shit, and, Sherlock. Uh, said, oh, let's, <laughs> then they said 
well, let's show all these people who haven't seen it what the hype is all about. And then I offhandedly said, what, all the girls have to take their tops off? Yeah. <laughs> the girl in front of me said, right? <laughs> As Casey always calls it, dragons with a chance of boobs. Uh, yeah. But, no, um, boobs with a chance of dragons. Sorry. Get yeah, it more boobs with a chance of dragons and <laughs> yeah. possibly some uh, castration in the process. <clears throat> There's an unhealthy amount of castration on that show. Let me just say. At least it wasn't done with a weed whacker with barbed wire. (laughs) (laughs) Had to go there. Spoilers. Uh, But um, yeah, it was it was really good. Um, They showed scenes from the TV show on these big screens up above us, Uh, and we were down on the floor, so we actually got to look up and and see everything. Uh, whenever they did one where it was, of course, Daenerys and the dragons, and every time the dragons were breathing fire, they actually had fire shoot up from the stage, mm. and we were on the floor, so we felt the heat, like ooh. <laughs> 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 but uh, it was very well done. Uh, uh, it's still touring. They just started. Um, they're still going up the East Coast right now. Uh, so if you have, if you're a big fan of Game of Thrones and would like to go see this. I would recommend it. Uh, totally well worth it. They were very good. Uh, so there you go. It's kind of movie TV really. Yeah. Other than that, I've got a bunch of movies that I need to watch. I've got them sitting in my queue on Netflix. I'm like, I got to just go ahead and watch them. Um, so, that's pretty much mine. Go ahead, Buzz. Okay. Uh, well, I should say I went to see Logan. Ah, and yeah. it's a film you really can't say much about at all. That's um, what I was like, I can't say anything cause no. last week because I was like, I'll spoil it. Um, My wife I mean, saw it. I haven't seen it yet. It, I, one of you said the other week, I can't remember who it was, but it's seeing, I, I've always found X-Men frustrating, or especially the Wolverine character frustrating because you've got one of the toughest metals in the world sharpened to an absolute <laughs> nanometer and you slice people with it and there's never a drop of blood. Uh, they remedy all of that in one movie. We all knew yep. that was the case from the trailers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I, all I can say is that I am in a very small percentage of people. I think it might actually just be me. <laughs> I didn't care for it all that much. Mm. <clears throat> Now, just about everybody else and every other review site has just gone fucking mental for this film. Um, but it didn't do it for me. But the reasons it didn't do it for me, I can't really explain until it's been out at least two years and people have had a chance to see it. So <laughs> it's really frustrating. I really want to talk to you guys about my problems with the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it, it's too spoilery. I, I can't go there. So um, I'll draw a line under that there. Uh, I did have, also have the privilege of seeing a sneak preview. Um, Odeon Cinemas do a thing called Scream Unseen when mm-hmm. it's a horror movie or Screen Unseen where you get a ticket for a fiver and you go and see a film pre-release and they get to gauge audience response. And the clues are pretty heavy. They put clues on Twitter and people had already, you know, we know this film is Get Out. And uh, the cinema was packed. Now, I don't know if word got around about five quid tickets or people were just so keen to see this movie directorial and uh, script debut by Jonathan Peel. Is it? Never remember his first name uh, from key and Peel who are a comedy act 
Um, this is a horror film, and it's fucking superb. Um, I heard it was good. Yeah. Yeah. It. Uh, I was frustrated the first half an hour or forty minutes of the movie. I was getting a little frustrated because, as fucking usual, I'd seen far too much of the movie in trailers already. Um, I'm like, yep, seen that in the trailer, seen that in the trailer, seen that in the trailer. And it wasn't different enough from the trailer. They hadn't wrong-footed us at all. It was just playing exactly as I thought it would up to that point. Doesn't matter. They keep enough out of the trailers that you don't know exactly where it's going, and I couldn't second-guess this movie. And whenever I can't second-guess a horror movie, it wins me over. Um, I didn't know exactly where I was going to go. I didn't know what the conceits were. I didn't know what was going to happen at the end. Um, it's it's superbly well made. It's really well written, and uh, I can't recommend it highly enough to everybody. Mm. Go see that film, and and for a first go, my word. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to see a more drown out review of it than that, because I really can't remember what I said. I do this thing called on the spot reviews when I come out of a horror movie, and I do it on our Facebook group as a live video. Um, so if you want to go to the little pod of horrors group therapy and uh, ask to join that group, we will let you in. And the videos are all up there for those reviews because um, I bang on about it for about forty minutes, I think, without spoilers. They're always spoiler free. Um, yeah, so that was that was pretty badass. Uh, TV wise, haven't had a lot of time, but I did see the pilot episode for the TV series of Lethal Weapon. Oh dear, how, it was how, good. Really? Yeah, cool. Damon Wines as a crotchety Murtaugh. Uh, I I actually. I didn't buy it at first, but by the end of the episode, I was like, it's actually not bad. I'm the Mel Gibson character guy. He's an unknown. I've never seen him in anything else. He didn't necessarily convince me at first, um, but mm-hmm. I'm starting oh, to if, see. If you hear a beeping in the background, that's me. Okay. It's not me this time. <laughs> oh, well, stop it, Jen. Why are you beeping? <laughs> I'd see a doctor about that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my husband's cooking in the other room. <laughs> oh, it's a smoke alarm then. There you go. Yes. <laughs> I think I just went up next door. I was worried you could hear that. Yeah, I'll do well today for coincidence. Uh, it, it's, yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yes, yeah, so, so the Rick's character... waving a towel at this smoke alarm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. When you hear a smash, that's when it didn't work. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, they set up the... Riggs' character quite well initially is, you know, heartbreaking like it should be and so on. Um, and I was like, yeah, he's not showing enough of the crazy. Um, but I, you do get a glimpse in that first episode of where he could go as a performer and a character. And I'm keeping an open mind. Um, but it, it didn't suck, actually. So my review of that one. And uh, there was another movie that Lavinia was watching yesterday. I sort of saw a bit of the middle of it, and it was that Me Before You Before Me movie, um, okay. which has basically got every famous British actor at the moment you could possibly think of in it. Um, but it is basically our queen, Khaleesi, from Game of Thrones, uh, plays a girl who's hired to look after a disabled guy who's paralyzed from the neck down. Oh, God, that one. Yeah, and I know <laughs> this film made a lot of people angry, and... I was sort of watching it and I was really enjoying her character because she plays someone from a sort of working class background who's very, uh, she, she reminded me a lot of myself in the, the awkward things. When I feel awkward, I behave a certain way. 
And she mm-hmm. was often feeling awkward and she behaved in very similar ways to mask her lack of confidence. And um, really endearing. Her performance is fantastic. But basically got to a certain point, I just said to Lavinia, okay, uh, this film's going to destroy you. I know it's going to destroy you. You know it's going to destroy you. I'm not going to sit here and watch it destroy you. So I'm leaving the room now <laughs> and I didn't watch oh. the end of it. But um, if you like, it's Amelia something. If you like her, it's a really good vehicle for her. But Amelia I wouldn't Clark. watch it. For yeah. Amelia Clark. Um, I know it made a lot of people angry, that film. Uh, so. uh, well, I, I will say she was probably one of the best things in the last Terminator film. Yeah. That's the true. only good thing in the Terminator film. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't watch it's, it, right? If you haven't seen it, don't watch it. Terminator Genesis. Nope. Your life is better for not having seen it. Right. It ends on a cliffhanger because they were going to make two more movies. They have already shit-canned the other two movies. So yep. if you want to watch the beginning of a story that will never end, then watch Terminator Genesis. I say <laughs> save your sanity. Don't even begin it. But but you know what? When you get to that cliffhanger, you won't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say it ends on a cliffhanger and it's just Arnie hanging off a cliff. How's it going? Not quite, no. <laughs> it makes Terminator 3 look like Terminator 2. No, no, I wouldn't go that far. I would. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fucking awful. And you sort of left with, like, you left Doctor Who for this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dismissed it. Uh, uh, but he did do Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, and he's fantastic. Yeah, and no one I saw that either. That I tried to watch it. It's fucking awful. <laughs> it's not. It really is badly done. It's so it's so bad considering I actually like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I love that movie because I know it's tongue firmly in cheek. Um and it's you know, it's got the guy from Preacher in it. So it, <laughs> it's got I Dominic thought... Cooper playing it in it. Now like mm. I'll watch him in anything. <laughs> I do um, like him actually. Yeah. Oh speaking of right. they've announced Preacher Two will be out. In the fall. Yes. Um, so there you go. Love that series. <laughs> we need to put this show to bed. We do indeed. Okay. So I'm going to say done. thank you to, for listening, everybody. And thank you, everybody, for being on the show. Thank you for joining us, everyone who's been involved in the making of this production. And if you want to hear more cast of our shows. Thousands. Yeah, cast of thousands. You should see the extras that are waiting downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> If you appreciate our work, and I know some of you do, then please hop on over to simplysyndicated.com slash everything. Sign up to Simply Everything. Get all of our content that we make and have ever made. And keep us going with, with money and stuff like that that you use to make a podcast network. We appreciate it very much. So thank you to anyone who's already doing that. And thank you to those of you who are going to rush over there right now, right now, and go and do it. If you... Oh, no, we don't have email. Never mind. I'm sure I've made that mistake before. Um, Right, that is it, isn't it? Okay, bye everyone. Bye.